1: Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Steve Goncharowski. Steve is a head bowling coach at Morningside College. Steve, it's Timberg and Coach K Steve Clemkin here. Thanks for joining us and let's get right into things. Why don't you begin by telling everybody about the Morningside College bowling program, where you guys are located and how long you've been around?
2: We're uh, a fairly new program. It's uh Morningside's been bowling for seven years now. I think this is our my seventh season, so I had the privilege of starting the program and we started out with a small number of kids and through the years we built it up to about 30 now in the practice room. So we've come a long way there. Um, we're located in, in Sioux city, Iowa, which is kind of midway between Omaha and Sioux falls, South Dakota. So it's about halfway in between. It's about equal distance each way. Um, small liberal arts campus, uh, great education system. Uh, we offer 65 different majors and covers pretty much all the categories on that. Um, we bowl both, uh, NAIA and USBC collegiate. Um, we compete in five tier one tournaments and five tier two tournaments a year. And we've qualified for sectionals on the men's side the last four years and, on the women's side, the last three.
1: So when you started the program, what, has, um, what have been some of the things that have been the biggest eye-openers for you since you decided to start the program there at Morningside, and, um, and how have you been able to work through some of those?
2: I think the biggest thing or the biggest threshold to accomplish is getting your name out there, getting known, uh, finding some recruits. Uh, we have an excellent coaching staff. Um, you know, trying to land that, that big recruit. Um, we have a bunch of above average bowlers right now. And I think to get that one real solid, great bowler and have them come in and do it. Uh, we don't, uh, a lot of people come by and and look at the Morningside booth and say, where's Morningside? I'm not going ask where Iowa is, but <laughs> I mean, <it's,
0: laughs>
2: I think the biggest thing is, is recognition. I just, you know, having people know who you are and and going from there and, and we're there. I mean, we're getting there. I mean, it's, we get a little bit better every year and we get recruits from, you know, we're getting closer to going across the country. I mean, I mean, we have kids as far West as California looking at us and, far south as Texas and you know as far east as New York so we pretty much covered everything on that so we're getting more well known and I think that was probably the hardest thing to deal with and uh, you know a lot of you know a lot of college sports look at and say bowling is that really a sport and I think getting past that was another big thing and you know getting recognition for our kids on campus that bowling is a real sport and it's big. I mean, and and it gets bigger every year.
0: What types of challenges have you uh, run into when you do have players say they're convinced, they're like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. They come to, to college and they're trying, you know, it's their first time away from home and they're trying to balance that, you know, competition schedule and practice and going to classes and all that kind of stuff. How much of that kind of off-the-lanes coaching do you have to do as compared with, you know, what you do working on their their physical game or lane play stuff?
2: We do a – I guess I'm a little bit different because I have more – we have more of an open practice schedule. Our practice schedule goes for, you know, four hours, four to five hours in the afternoon, and I ask the kids to come in for two hours. And, you know, it depends on their study time and their class time. Uh, So we don't miss any classes. Uh, you know, once in a while on occasion, we'll miss a class to travel for a tournament on a Friday and, uh, we don't practice on Fridays. We just, it's a travel day, what we consider it. Um, so, you know, during the, during the week, if they have any time for a class, uh, our philosophy is the education comes first. They're there to get an education and we actually consider bowling a bonus. So, uh, we work with the instructors. Um, a lot of our campus, uh, a lot of students on our campus are athletes. I mean, 85% of the kids are, do some sort of extra activity, you know, whether it be, you know, football, baseball, you know, cheer and dance, esports, bowling, whatever it is. It's about 85% of our students are on, on some sort of athletic scholarship in that way. So the instructors are very, very good to work with, and the administrative staff on campus is, is is great to work with. So we don't have to push and you know get stuff done through that way. It's it's kind of works out really well for us. Um, we also I also have sign-up sheets in the library, study halls, you know monitoring the grades. I mean that's our biggest concern is. Is, you know, we want to graduate them in four years. I mean, it's plain and simple. When I when I talk to an athlete, it's, you know, we love them to death, but we want them, we want them out of there in four years. And, you know, so, you know, getting their education parts straightened out first is is real important to us. And, I you know, sign-up sheets in the library, go to sign-up sheets in the library, be checking with instructors or counselors calling you and saying, hey, so-and-so's missed class. You know, staying on top of the kids and making sure they're there all the time, and we're very fortunate because I I think our our women's GPA last year was had to be three four three five as a team, and the men were pretty close to three oh. So we've got good students as well as good bowlers. So it's we're pretty fortunate in that thing. Well, pretty lucky, getting both ends. And so. But we do preach education first, bowling second.
1: Coach, when it comes to recruiting, we now have junior gold and, and all sorts of places where we can find that great high school talent. But where do you do most of your recruiting and what does recruiting look like for you? Uh,
2: we do a lot of, uh, you know, junior gold is, is naturally a big one. And uh, actually, we travel a, a lot of areas here. I mean, we have some fairly, in the Midwest here, we have, you know, some fairly good places. There's some good high school teams and tournaments and people to bowl. I mean, I don't have to travel a long way. Sioux Falls is a big recruiting area for us, um, which is only an hour hour and 15 minutes away. Omaha, we have Omaha, we have Lincoln. Um, going east, you know, we have Des Moines and east of there, but Iowa seems to have you know, seven or eight NAI schools including us, so there's that's, a, they're, they're, you know, the bowlers are dibbied out there pretty good. But um, philosophy-wise, when I look at a recruit, you know, the first thing I want to look at is compatibility, you know, look at the rest of the team and see how, how they're going to fit in with the rest of our group. I think, you know, we we push a pretty pretty high team concept. You know, we get along, you know, we we don't – stress that you have to get along outside of bowling, but our kids do. Every once in a while you'll walk out of practice and there'll be three or four boys changing a tire for somebody or, you know, they'll walk down and sit by a freshman in the lunch in the cafeteria and visit with them or have them over for dinner. Our girls are very good about that. The girls that come into our program, uh, they'll have two or three meetings before we even start practice and they'll have all their things figured out. And so we've got some pretty good leadership on the girls with, you know, making the freshmen come in and and feel pretty
0: welcome, Uh, you know. So So what do you, uh, when you're looking at uh, trying to grow the team and kind of balance out their kind of levels of understanding, do you place a a certain amount of importance on, you know, strategy or or team play or, you know, mental game or just individual physical games or that kind of stuff? Is there any certain... uh, you know, order or emphasis or something that you think is the real You're Cause you're a very accomplished player yourself. Is it, what do you think is the, is the key to successful bowling as a team?
2: I think they have to gel as a team and they have to know each other as a team. Um, this is probably on the women's side more. So this is probably the, this year is probably the best year that, that they gelled and worked with each other. And, you know, the upperclassmen step in and say, hey, we need to do this. And and the men are on the same boat. I mean, it's it's all the team concept. Is just I think that's so important because, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And, you know, if you have somebody that's sitting off to the side of the team and not, you know, not getting in there and getting into practice with them and, you know, if you're practicing some Baker situations, I mean, if you have somebody that's not getting in there, then all of a sudden comes a Baker situation in a tournament. And you got that one guy in there that they don't trust. And it just doesn't work out very well. So I think, I actually think the team concept is just major in what goes on. You know, um, these kids coming out of high school and bowling college are, are good. I mean, Seriously, they're, they're outstanding. I mean, all of them. It's just, you know, there's not a – you don't see a weak bowler out there hardly at all. I mean, once in a while you'll see somebody that's, you know, a little bit weaker than the others. But these kids coming out of high school are good. These college kids are really good. I mean, I, I was just – I was really surprised when I came out at how good they really were. I mean, and if you just – to get that little bit of an edge where you have a, a team that gets together and gets everybody going and bowling well, and then all of a sudden you, you can add you know, 30, 40 pins, and that can make the difference in two or three spots in a tournament. I think that's the team concept is just so
1: important. When it comes to mental game, how do you approach that with your team?
2: We Usually what, what we what we try to do, and it works out pretty good on the mental side, is is we, we look at it as, as pushing the snowball up the hill like Dr. Dean refers to it as surfing in the wave. We're pushing the snowball uphill, But, you know, they'll come, come to the coaching staff in that part more so than anything else. And a lot of times if they're off, what they'll do is, you know, between the coaching staff and the team that you're with, they'll come back and they'll explain to each other what they want to do and then they'll step on the lane and, you know, nine times out of ten it gets them out of that little rut that they're in and just gets them thinking. Probably in a tournament situation, we want them to be thinking more about the shot. You know, we have the think area and the play area there. And, you know, in a tournament Mm -hmm. situation, if they come back and say, okay, I'm going to throw the ball over ten board and I'm going to cross at, uh, you know, 15 at the break point or, or whatever it's there, and then all of a sudden, you know, by them telling another player or another coach, it usually works out pretty good for us. On that.
0: Do you do you, do you look at that uh, kind of philosophy with that kind of kind of think area and play area as far as uh, you know being a good way to handle uh, maybe like pressure, anxiety, or something that somebody typically feels when they're competing in a tournament?
2: I think so. I think when they, you know, when they stand off into the, in the sattee area a little bit and it's, you know, maybe a bowler ahead of them or two bowlers ahead of them, they're standing back there in the think area and they're just saying, okay, this, they're going to visualize their shot and say, okay, this is what I want to do. And they'll visualize it. And, you know, they have it all set in their mind. And then all of a sudden you step on the approach and hit print and they're gone. They should have all that thinking done before they get on the approach. And hopefully – they're not thinking about all this other stuff when they throw the ball. They're just hitting print, throw the ball. So, yeah, I think so. I think I definitely think so. It helps to have them stand back and think about their shots and then step on the approach and throw it. I think it's better for the time, too. I, you know, rather than having the athletes standing on the approach for a length of time, they're not there in bowling.
1: Well, Coach, I want to thank you for joining us, spending some time shedding some insight into Morningside College. All the best of luck with the team moving forward, and we'll certainly be catching up with you again down the road.
2: All righty, great. Thanks for having me.